Welcome to the Poe Politicking Show. Founded in 2008, Poe Politicking is a hip-hop meets self-help brand. With each interview, we teach the babies and share success secrets with you, the listener. Past guests of the Poe Politicking Show include Yo Gotti, Currency, MC Light, BG, Dead Press, Rashida, Project Pat, and more. We also showcase the future upcoming stars of hip-hop. Subscribe on iTunes and get automatic updates of each podcast episode. Popolitikin.com. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Charday, and I am on Popolitikin. Holla at your girl. <laughs> Let me 
Welcome back to PopePolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you go follow us on Spotify, listen to all our interviews on there. I'm now politicking with Charday. How you doing? Yes, I'm good. How you doing? I'm great. I see the Instagram say Charday Sangs, not Sings, yes, Sangs. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what does it mean when you sang? Sang. You said, what does sang. it mean? What does that mean? It means I be singing. I don't just <laughs> sing, I sang. <laughs> Right. So I saw you. I saw your hometowns from LA. So I just want you mm -hmm. to talk about how was it growing up in LA. Um, growing up in LA was interesting because you you get like you get to see so many different cultures and so many different backgrounds that it kind of exposes you to everything. So I was exposed to literally everything growing up. When I was in elementary school, I went to school with all types of people: black, white, Russian, Asian uh Jewish everybody you know and so me being exposed to that it's like it created you know more more music for me it opened up more avenues you know and I want you to talk about your background let us know how you got involved with music how long you've been involved um I can remember my first singing gig was at church like every black girl started singing in church for the most part um, I was six years old, and I remember uh, one of the choir ladies had overheard me singing after church. And she was like, why don't you just, she was like, uh, she told my mom, like, come, let her come sing in the choir. My mom was like, eh, she can't sing. You know, my mom didn't know I could sing until I was about maybe eight. Um, and she found out because I entered a uh, talent show at school. And my mom was like, so what, you, what dance routine are you going to do? And I was like, I'm not going to dance. And she was like, well, what you going to do? And I was like, I'm going to sing. And she was like, sing? She was like, you can't sing. I was like, yes, I can. You know, and um, I remember vividly, we were driving on the 10 freeway, getting off at La Brea, and we hit this little turn. And my mom, I think she had somebody else in the car with her. And they was like, sing right now. So they turned the, the radio down and I sang Week by SWV. And my mom looked in the back seat like, <laughs> she can really sing. Like, what? And so from then on, everybody made me sing. I sang in both choirs as a kid, um, sang on the praise team. And then from there, you know, you build your confidence up. And I started singing in other places. So it started at six, but really at eight. So. And then what do you love about music? Um, what I love most about music is the ministry of it. Um, being able to touch people in places that otherwise cannot be touched. You know what I'm saying? Like being able to touch the inside of people and, and cause you know, everybody has that one song that just brings them to this emotional state. And I like the fact that I could bring people to an emotional state, a positive one. You know, and, and to me, that's what music is for. That's what music was created for, was to be able to speak on a frequency that humans don't really speak on. We speak on another frequency. Music functions on a totally different frequency, and I love it. I love it. <laughs> What's that one song for you? Um, whew, The one song, when I hear it, it takes me, like, in a trance, has to be Superwoman by Stevie Wonder. That song, every time I hear it, it's just, it takes me back somewhere. I don't know, but it's a beautiful song. I love it so much. Now, who are some of your influences as far as music? 
Uh, Shaka Khan, Whitney Houston, um, Stevie Wonder, Missy Elliott, Aaliyah, Timbaland is like my ultimate favorite producer. Like any Timbaland song, I'm on it. Um, who else? Playa. Yeah. That whole little Wonder Friends group, you know, with Aaliyah, Genuine, Timbaland, all them, like, when I was in sixth grade, I got introduced to them and they were like a huge chunk of my childhood. Like, so that they were like the biggest influencers in my life. But when it came to like vocals and when it came to technique, Whitney was like number one. So. And then what would you say makes you unique as an artist? What makes me unique as an artist has to be the fact that I can give a person chills with my voice. Not a lot of people can do that. Um, anytime I sing, someone's always coming up to me and saying, like, you gave me chill bumps. And so I, I, I don't take that lightly. When I give someone chill bumps, that means that I crept inside their soul. You know what I'm saying? So not to say that that is a unique fact, because a lot of singers can do that. But at the level that I'm at, that's unique to me. So. And then I was looking. I saw you uh, use a lot of competitions. You was on Essence. Yeah. You know what I'm saying MP MTV, NBC, True TV. Yeah. So I just want you to talk about all those competitions you've been on. I've done so many competitions, and the one thing that it always leads back to is artist development. You know, um, I started off doing like local competitions, and then I got hooked up with a producer for a television show, and she was like, "Why don't you come audition for like?" Uh, what was it? What was the first one I did? It was The Winner Is. And from there, I just started doing more and more shows. So I was doing, you know, The Winner Is, which was a cool experience. I mean, I feel like in the end, I was kind of snubbed, but whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, from there, like, once you get in with these producers, like, they start passing you around. So I started doing more television shows. I did uh, Killer Karaoke, which was absolutely insane. I was attacked by uh, uh, police dogs in one scene. And I'm kind of sad that they took it offline because it was it was pretty funny. Um, uh, so I did Killer Karaoke and then I've done like Celebrity Name Game. I've done a whole bunch of television shows, which led up to NBC's The Voice. Um, I, I originally auditioned for The Voice like six times. So I had gave up. I was like, forget the voice. Like, they don't want me, whatever. And so I got an email one day that was like, voice on Snapchat. And I was like, what the hell is that? You know, I ain't never heard of that before. And um, I auditioned and I went, I got through and I ended up winning. And so from there, I was like, shit, I, I'm going to go ahead and just dive right in. So I started submitting for all these online competitions. And the one that stuck recently was Essence. Mm -hmm. That was incredible. That was like, my favorite competition by far. It was amazing. New Orleans is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask you, is, is it is it so it's basically just uh all pros? Is any like cons to doing the contest and stuff or just all um, upside? I'm gonna be honest with you, one of the major cons of doing these television shows is I feel like they exploit talent, but they don't give a platform afterwards. They'll use the shit out of you and then you'll just disappear into the night. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no, there's no levels to it. It's just you do the show, the show is over, done. Unless somebody picks you up. You know what I'm saying? But that's, that's like, that doesn't really happen often. 
you know, where somebody walks up to you after the, after your performance, after you just lost and hands you a card, like, yo, I'm a producer for such (laughs) and such. Give me a call. Like that never happens. Hardly. Like, and so that's like one of the major cons. It's just these, these television shows use you for ratings. And then after they're done with you, they throw you away, honestly. So you got to You got to know how to sneak your like basically, I guess you got to wear a T-shirt. You got to You got to know. <laughs> you got to know how to really use them shows to your advantage. Yeah. Like the voice on Snapchat. Um, I didn't really get uh, to a point where I got like more followers or nothing like that. But I definitely use the title. You know, to say like, yo, I was the winner of season three. So people are like intrigued. That's about it. Just using the title. That's it. It doesn't get me anywhere else. <laughs> and then I want you to talk about your current project. I said I was, ta- we was talking about your songs. You sent me the uh, yeah. Just My Crown. Yeah. You'd like your, So just let us know what you're working on. Um, I'm actually working on a single right now called No Love, um, which was produced by Young Indiana and Chris Winston. And it's kind of, it's much different than any other song that I've ever done. It's more along the lines of like house music, EDM music. Like remember back in the day we had like CC Penistons and yeah. I've got the power, like that type shit. But it, I'm sorry, can I cuss? No, you good. <laughs> yeah, you good. So it's kind of along the lines of that. And um, I'm kind of switching gears a little bit and seeing where this sound takes me. Because R&B is great. Like I, R&B is my first love. But I feel like going this route is is going to be different for me and i'm just testing the waters a little bit so i'm dropping that single in september um and i'm i'm really excited about it i'm working on a music video for it and everything so i'm super excited about that and what do you uh how do you feel about r&b right now because i feel like especially like far as like uh female singers we had this meeting a long time it's like we have a lot right now yeah we have a ton of R&B singers, but I'm going to tell you, like, I'm an old school R&B artist. I'm not that new school. The new school R&B is, is, is kind of like singing, rapping. And that's cool, but I feel like R&B should still have that soul. You know what I'm saying? R&B is missing that soul right now. And I just, I can't fit in. I, I tried. I tried to fit in with the new R&B sound, and it's just not me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, I can't sing like that, like the Seven Streeters and all those other chicks. And I'm not knocking them like they are amazing artists, but I'm that's not me. And so I, I had to make a decision of whether or not I wanted to continue to do R&B anyways, because it was just like, when is the sound going to change back? Remember when R&B sounded just smooth and everything was just about love and like it's, it's not really like that anymore. And I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> I'm just not. All right, what are three things you can't live without? Three things I can't live without. Hmm. <laughs> I can't live without my phone. That's number one. Um, I can't live without music. And I can't live without food. <laughs> you be cooking or you food. just... You like to cook or you I cook. I love cooking. Me and my husband both. We be in here chefing it up, low key competing against each other to see who come up with a better meal. <laughs> then what are some of your other interests outside of music? Um, I'm actually a teacher. Okay. So I studied I, I went to college, um, it'll be ten years ago. <laughs> and uh studied biology and science is like 
this is music. This is science. Like they're, they're kind of almost one in the same. I have the same love for them. Um, and so I took that interest out of college and started teaching and I taught for maybe about nine years. Mm -hmm. And so I recently quit teaching to pursue music. Um, but I am still substitute teaching though. So I I love science. I actually work at a laboratory. I'm a lab manager. Really? Yeah. That's dope. I used to want to do that. (laughs) Is it like a, is it like a chem lab or a bio? Uh, we, we test for like, we we uh, test for like stomach diseases. So like celiac, IBD and all that. Yeah. That sounds like fun, but it also is very boring because sometimes you just sit around and wait for results all day. Like I remember being in science lab and I was just like, uh, are we almost done? (laughs) That's why I got this. This like the same part of life. Yeah, that's dope. I I hardly get to meet people who like are artists and scientists at the same time. Like that's dope. So what do you do as far as uh, like self-help, personal development? Oh, I do a lot of meditation. Um, And it's become so, it's become more difficult now because the way that this world is set up, our president is stressing me the fuck out. I know, right? And <laughs> he's stressing me out. Like, he pisses me off. And, you know, my home is... I'm very um, I'm very adamant about creating a safe space in my home for both me and my husband. So I burn so much sage. Um, and I just say my prayers all the time. I can't... I can't stop doing that because otherwise I feel lost, you know? So that's how I kind of help myself. Instagram has helped a lot too. I'm not going to lie. Why? Because you get exposed to so many different types of people. Like when I was growing up, plus size women, we weren't like, we weren't in like the scene. Now I can go on Instagram and look at a bunch of plus size women pages and become inspired by clothing, by makeup, hair, all kinds of stuff. And so it's almost kind of therapeutic to scroll through Instagram and see different things going on. So that kind of helps me too. So then right. what kind of you got any favorite books or anything? Who Jesus. I don't remember the last time I opened the damn book. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. My the book that I was reading before, it was about the music industry, and I really like it. Like it it broke down the different things that you could do to become a better artist, including marketing. And that's a that's something that I've been thinking about going to take like a class on because marketing marketing is hard. Oh yeah. <laughs> I need to start reading some self-help books on marketing because marketing is really hard. It's really difficult. And so I definitely need to get back into that reading thing on that. So <laughs> now, I guess, so speaking of marketing, what advice would you give to new artists? Be yourself. The best thing that you can market is your authentic self. You know, you trying to market yourself as somebody else is not going to work. You can't maintain that. You have to be yourself 100%. That's the only way that you're going to be able to really push your brand. Just be authentic. Then what is next for you? Well, you see yourself in like, I guess, like three to five years. Three to five years, I see myself with a whole album, not an EP, an album. And I'm touring around the country. That's where I see myself. Touring around the country, opening up for different acts and doing different festivals and stuff like that. Like, that would be my dream, to get paid to travel around the country and around the world to sing. So, three to five years. 
Yeah, your fingers crossed. <laughs> and what would you like to uh, say to your fans, supporters? Oh, my fans, I love y'all. Like y'all, any competition that I've ever been on and I've posted on Instagram, they will tag the hell out of the people that's holding the competition. That's how I got Essence. I, I spoke to the lady um, who was running the Essence competition and she said, you got some fans because they were tagging the hell out of you. And I appreciate that so much. So I love them so much for that because if it wasn't for them, I don't even think Essence would have saw me, to be honest. There was so many submissions. So thank y'all. <laughs> I want to say thank you for coming through politics with me. Yes. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you well, so much. Yeah, no doubt. You want to tell me your social media and everything? It's my social media handles, Instagram and Twitter is at Sade Sangs. Popolitikin.com.
thanks for listening to Popolitikin.com, a self-help meets hip-hop brand. If you are an artist or business owner wanting to be featured on Popolitikin.com, contact us at Popolitikin at gmail.com. That's P-O-P-O-L-I-T-I-C-K-I-N at gmail.com. Or text 760-717-5803. If you're a listener that enjoys the show and wants to support, you can donate to popolitikin.com via paypal.com. Please send donations to popolitikin at gmail.com. Any amount will be helpful in continuing to create quality content and shows. As always, check out popolitikin.com for past episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Popolitikin on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.